Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Unranked Podcast. This is episode 172. Back on our old shit. I'm Christian Humes. We got Alex Marinello here with a fresh cut. Looking good, dude. Uh, th- thanks, bro. Uh, yeah, I got a fresh haircut. Went all the way back to my hometown to get it. Did you? How's, how's uh, Jose? Jose's good. Yeah? Uh, yeah, he's doing well. Doing well. Ask him if he remembers me. Be like, do you remember giving in like 2002, he would get like a fade with a zero blade? Just ask him. Throw out my yeah, name and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask him next time I'm there. Sure. <laughs> well, we're here back with our standard format, and we also have Tom Caswell on the show again this week. Tom. I haven't had a haircut in months. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> it is very noticeable. It's also uh, very hot. We'll see yeah. how long this lasts. <laughs> I brought that up to you while you were visiting. I was yeah. like, so at what point during the sweltering heat of the humid New York summer are you just going to shave your head? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. So how's, far, not doing too bad. How's keto going? It's actually going very well. The fact that you are so bothered by it or... I'm not bothered. Not bothered, not bothered, but call, calling me out. I'm like, well, now I have to succeed. Yeah, now, I feel like you have to keep with it now. Yeah. Because the day but, that... You've been doing it for, what, like four or five days? Uh, this yeah. will be day five today, and I have successfully uh, pretty much kept to the diet, which is crazy. What do, whoa, whoa, what do you mean pretty much? But that's only five days. That's nothing. Yeah, but he can't quit now. Because I'm going to make fun of him if he quits. Yeah, exactly. So... I can't quit because... Oh, well, but you're making fun of him while he does it, too. Of so course. what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> well, well like, I mean, it's a big like, deal. He can't make fun of me if I succeed. So right, If he does succeed, I'll be like, look at this guy. Keto winner. I don't know. Uh, definitely definitely struggling at the gym. Keto Cheeto. Um, oh, yeah? You go, you go to the gym, too? Plus the keto? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's, what do you... and that's the thing is I've been having like a like um uh like a small amount of like fruit that I'm not necessarily meant to be eating because you're only really meant to be eating berries. But like I had yeah, a banana this that's... morning for potassium. Right. That's true. You're only and allowed to have berries. Carbs. So, but that's just because they recommend that if you're going to be active on keto, that you have at least some carbs in your diet. Just like a few. You should. Yeah. Yeah. So what what are you doing at the gym? What's been going on? Uh, I run uh, one and a half to two miles, and then I'll... Is uh, that a run-walk, or is that a full run? That's a full run. Wow, look at this guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I will... Like, I'll do a mile, and then walk for, like, maybe 0.10 of a mile, and then do another mile. Okay. Wow. And then, uh, right. some weights. Wow, some Four weights, too, mixed in. Look at this guy. Oh, no, we're going hard. We're going hard. Going hard? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Big time. Anyway... <clears throat> Pokemon, or... Yeah, let's talk about it. So, this is episode 172. Is this the episode Tom dies? No, that's coming up. This episode is a very special Pokemon. It is? Yes, it is. You know this Pokemon. I do? This Pokemon's name is none other than Pichu. No. Wow, wow, wow. Yes. My least favorite character in Super Smash Bros., actually. Really? Out of the entire roster? Out of the entire roster, I would say Pichu is a Hundo P, my least favorite uh, character. I just, fighter, whatever you want to call him. I just think they're, I just think it's bad. I just think it's just not a good character. And I I suck at it. So, you know. Anyway. I I like Pichu. I mean, Pichu, Pichu gets a bad rap, clearly. 
but mm. I'm a I'm a Pichu fan. I'm just not a fan of getting hurt while you're doing your moves. Just yeah, that's not fair. A, not it's a just fan that Pichu's of that. so fast and does so much damage. That's it's like sort of the way that they balance that. Yeah, I guess. But I feel like re- I feel I don't know if it's this Smash Brothers or if it's always been like that, and I'm just terrible now. But with the fast characters, I feel like I'm I'm very easily running off the stage. Oh yeah, I think you're just bad now. Oh okay, I think that's right. what that. Oh okay, <laughs> yeah, it could be, could be. I could just so be wait, really he takes damage while he's doing his moves. Do you play Super Smash Brothers or I never do you just? Beat you. Honestly, I don't really play Super. I haven't played Super Smash Brothers since the first week of April. <laughs> wow, like... I've been playing a bit recently because uh, Brooke's been getting into it and she's trying what? to get good. Yeah. Oh, that's not true. We played some good. Smash Ball, and we did that Smash tournament thing. We did the so that was the last time. But I haven't played Smash on my own. Basically, I haven't I haven't done any smashing on my own. Who's Who's Brooke yeah. meaning, Tom? Curbs, Curbs, Kirby. Okay. She tried to like switch it up, yeah. And then she found like it's infinitely more difficult to try and recover with some other characters. Mm. Um, and she tell her like, check out that piranha plant. So, um. She well, she was playing on her friend's Switch at first, and I don't think like I think they just got the game, so they just had the initial slate of characters. And then when she came over to mine and played, like she was like, "Oh shit, there's like <laughs> dozens and dozens." And yeah, I I want her to get good because I want it to be a challenge. I don't want to feel like I have to hold back when we play. She, does, she, does, she doesn't have to get that good then. No, she doesn't have to get that good. Right. She doesn't have to get that good, which is great because if I was like a Smash Pro. It would never Take, happen. Been taken forever. Right, exactly. Exactly. Right. Right, right. Exactly. Right, you got to get ready for Evo. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll be there in August. Um, so let's quickly, let's very quickly go over a little bit about Pichu. Uh, Pichu, again, another one of these new pre-evolution Pokemon. I think there are maybe some people holding out. Oh, maybe Pichu, Pikachu would get one of those, those third level stages, right? But no, Raichu is the final stage in the Pikachu... Maybe evolution. it shouldn't. Maybe it shouldn't be. Are there? Are there? Is there any Pokemon that has four? There's Megas. Forget the Mega. Is there any no. Pokemon that has four? Nope. That should be the next gimmick. Right. Well, I mean, that's what the Megas were. No. Yeah. No. That's that that's was like, like that was, but that was limited. We're talking that was like yeah. during battle. Yeah. The, the next gimmick should well not the next well yeah I guess it's not really gimmicky but the next thing should be. Yeah. We're now introducing level like fifty. You know what would be awesome, actually. Let's hear it. Would it. Probably, wouldn't it keep them playing, like keep people playing longer if it was like there were certain Pokemon that evolved at like level seventy? You know what I mean? Sure. Like you had them the whole time, and then like if you really want this, if you want this Pokemon, you got to keep playing because the game basically ends at what like level fifty ish, sixty ish for yeah, some I'd for say like your main sixty is probably like yeah. So if yeah. there's a Pokemon that doesn't evolve till like. I don't know, like in the eighties, that would be like kind of epic. I think yeah, the famous, highest though. level for an evolution is, I think, like in the sixties. Oh, really? But it's yeah. number three, so maybe we add a fourth to like like Raichu is like this special, you know, I'm, well, not Raichu, whatever, whatever it is. Sure. Give it like a number four. But if the, if you're gonna give it a fourth, it's got to be like an epic. Yeah, like, but that's the problem there, right? Is then like now you're gonna have some monster, some like normal monster that's gonna yeah. be more powerful than a legendary. What if? What if the mm. legendaries are actually like like a Raichu, like a Raichu uh, evolution, and that's yeah. your legendary? I mean, 
Sun and Moon, 7th Gen, was the first time we had legendaries that evolved with Cosmog, which right. turned into... What about this idea? What about this little twist? Um, <laughs> they don't reveal what the legendaries are, even though with the internet you'll find out. But mm-hmm. you like you know like how like you have to keep uh, in Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu, like you have to keep your Pikachu or Eevee with you? Yes. Mm-hmm. What if like the Pokemon you start with, right, has a fourth like secret evolution and that becomes the legendary? Of the Ooh. game. It's cool. I'm spitballing here, man. I'm spitballing. That's all. <laughs> Not bad. I don't know. I got to say, uh, Pikachu, Pichu. I'm a fan. Fan of Pichu. Fan of Pichu and Smash. Uh, it's a cute Pokemon for pre evolution, which is like one of the big things they added to this game where Evos for Pokemon that only had one or two, or Prevos for Pokemon that didn't have any. And uh, I don't know. I like it. Good design. Pokemon, you got that pulse, you got that mini nun. <laughs> Good Pokemon. Uh, in terms of Pokemon evolutions, the highest level that a Pokemon evolves at is level 64. Who okay. is it? So I was right. I said it was in the 60s. Yeah. Yes, you were uh, right. It's, it's is... a Pokemon called Zuelos. Zuelos. He's from okay. the fifth generation and he evolves into Hydra... Hydreigon. Oh, Hydreigon. that's one of my favorite Pokemons, Hydreigon. Yeah, he's pretty cool looking. Hell yeah. I, I just but think um that's level 64 right though. Maybe like the po- awesome. maybe the Pokemon gets like brainwashed that you've been holding and like they evolve into the evil legendary or something that you've been holding the whole time. We need a couple twists. I feel like Pokemon had a Pokemon that I mean I guess this is just mega evolutions but evolved and then devolved. Mm. But that that's is mega, just evolution. mega evolution. But um I mean I I feel like we've been we've said this before but I think we need to get away from the format that is Pokemon, you know, like the same format every time. Like, oh, here's the here's this region's professor. Here's this region's rival. Mm. Here's mm. this region. You know what I mean? Like, can we can we like do a completely different thing? Is yeah, I mean, like... I would like the regions to have those things in them, but I don't want to necessarily just be the kid that's trying to go from nothing to something. Well, but, like, like I'm getting yeah. on board what you're saying. Like, it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want the region to just suddenly like be totally devoid of like the things that they should have there. Yeah. But I don't want to just do. I would like to do a totally different storyline. I would like to have a, a totally different kind of Pokemon adventure. Well, mm. yeah. Isn't that kind of like? I mean, Breath of the Wild kind of strayed a little bit from the usual format of like. Well, that's the. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Breath of the Wild did the weird thing of it. Kind of went back to its roots because it went right. back to basically like NES Zelda. But I feel like there's no going, like, I feel like Pokemon has not evolved, no pun intended, sure. at all. Like, it's the same well, thing. Yeah. You, you mean, wake it's... up in your house, you go next door to your professor. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same It's totally shit. true. Yes. Yeah. We need I a agree. little. The fundamental building blocks are exactly the same. Exactly yes. the same. I mean, can but we get. Exactly the same. Like, I mean... I'm not saying, I'm not saying revamp, like, maybe just try it, like, on the off season. You know what Nintendo I mean? Nintendo just needs to buy out the Pokemon Company or Game Freak so that they can leverage, like, control over making some of these games. Because I also wouldn't want them to abandon the mainline games. I would like every three to four years to continue to get, like, a standard new Pokemon game with standard gyms and, like, all new Pokemon. and new. Re- I would like that. But then I would, in between, like, to have side games that are totally crazy and experimental. But I wouldn't want to lose the like. That's what I'm saying. Like, they've made those in the past, though, like the mystery dungeon game. They have, no, but they were on like but... a DS, so like they couldn't do anything with it. It's all like top right, down little right. things. 
Well, we're getting but, Detective Pikachu the game on Switch. Yeah, but like keep it like keep the whole concept of catching Pokemon and everything. Yeah. Keep that, but like yeah. don't have the same formulaic game that I mean, like we buy and play every single time. You, you yeah. go you go back and it's like red. Like you play as like red as an adult. I'm basically playing Pokemon <laughs> Red reskinned with different Pokemon. I mean, when you yeah. when you strip everything else away, that's basically what I'm doing. I want. You know what I would like? I would like, I mean, I brought this up before, but I want more post-game stuff. I want to be able to, like, yeah. become a gym leader. But more mm. importantly, I want the stuff I'm doing in the world to not be revolving around just getting to the next location. I want it to mm. be more, like, anime-based stuff. Like, oh, there's tons of, like, Pokemon blocking this way, and, like, it's because yeah, so, of X and, thing, like, and, like, I've got to go on. Yeah, like wait, that. yeah, I want That's a great point. Like, shit. why don't we have, like, quests? Like, that, that you could easily do that. Yeah. Well, it's again, it's because of who makes the game. They're incredibly limited oh. and they don't spend the money and they're a small studio. It's, I mean, that's, that's like that's like a great point. About this before. <laughs> that's a great yeah. fucking point, though. Like yeah. you walk up to somebody and they're like, oh, there's a bunch of Pokemon blocking the like the water supply is tainted. Whatever. Like, go, go solve the problem. the problem. You know what the Jesus. problem is? And, and it's Talk why we're not going to see this possibly ever or at least for a long time. They, we me. won't get this until... It's very easy for them to make of like an expansive game without it being incredibly expensive. Okay. Or until Pokemon starts to do worse. Once Pokemon mm. starts to not do as well, then mm. they're going to say, "Okay, we need to try something different." But right. as Pokemon continues to just be the unstoppable phenomenon it's been for two decades, yeah. there's no incentive for Nintendo to say, "Well, let's change it up," because would, no one wants uh, yeah. to fuck with that with that golden yeah. goose. It's still yeah. laying the golden eggs every few years. It is. It is. That's that's the, but, pro- but that's the problem. But if anybody's going to change it, I feel like Nintendo loves to change it up. They do, but but that's the. I mean, that's the problem with them not owning majority share of Pokemon. Yeah. So mm. it's a it's a bad sitch. But Pikachu's not a bad Pokemon. So no. Well, um, yeah. All right. <laughs> not a better than fan. better than Lantern. Fine. Let's let's move on, guys. Um, I don't know how much of this we're going to want to talk about because I think there's probably a lot of games that we, we didn't touch on at all in the last few weeks. So I feel like we're going to talk a lot about games today, but very briefly, uh, if everyone wants to each share, just uh, one interesting off-topic conversation. Anyone wanted to jump in first? Uh, is it off-topic that we went to... Well, okay, what was... Well, no, E3 is going to be what? Games? I mean... If you're talking about games you played at E3, then that's at games. If it's uh, something totally different, then it's off topic. Well, I mean, you know, we went, to, we were in LA. It was uh-huh. uh, good times. We had a good time in LA, I, I believe. Um, Tom got us the worst Airbnb, I think, in the history of Airbnbs. I luckily got us a much better one. Um, uh, don't scut, don't fucking scut right by that, because Christian will attest that. Your no, tastes it was horrible. are just too bougie. No, 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 no. This and place people, was a dump. It was a dump. People can go on the Patreon. Yeah, and but see. I'm thirty. I'm I'm old. I'm over thirty. I feel like to stay in that kind of place would have been fine at like twenty two, twenty three. But we're a little older now. You know, right? Again, the mandate I got was as cheap as possible in Nick. I don't know why. I should never have told you that. I should. Yeah. I should have. And I and I should have just. I should have looked at the pictures as well. You should, you should have looked at the post. I should have looked at the posts. I should have looked at the pictures. I should yeah. have really done my due diligence, which I did not. And it's a big mistake on my part. But also, I can't believe you even wanted to stay there and you didn't think it was that bad. I, How do you, to me, is, 
Unbelievable. Christian, I, I want to I hear from Christian <laughs> on this. He's not going to. Here's, gonna, here's he's what I will gonna, say. Here's yeah. what I will say about this. Give, it, give okay? the real opinion. Don't just do it just to shit on me. I'm not. Give the I'm real not. opinion. Because the truth is somewhere in between the two of you All on right. this. I, I Fine. Had, had Tom sent me the Airbnb, I would have said no. I did. I sent it to the group, and you both I approved didn't. it. But I didn't look at it. This this isn't my job. I'm saying if I were in Alex's (laughs) position, if I were in Alex's position, I would not have gone there. Right. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Now, had you already reserved it and I showed up, I would have been like, well, this sucks, but I'm just going to sleep here. This does suck, and I'm going to make fun of you and be annoying about it the whole time, but I'm I'm not going to leave either. Uh, That was so insanely awkward. You going back there, running into the lady, then leaving. Oh, I didn't. I I accidentally leave this clip, but maybe I'll I'll post this clip as well, Tom. I have a clip of him. Mm-hmm. There was a worse out, awkward part. And dude. the lady goes. The lady goes. Well, where are you going? And he's like, Oh, don't worry, I'll be back. He's like, as I'll be back. As, We're not I'm, as I'm taking my suitcase and bag. Yeah, I'll- he's taking. <laughs> and he's telling her, No, no, no. We're not leaving. We'll be back. Then. After you canceled it, I went back, put the key in the door, and she caught me and stopped me and goes, did you cancel? And I was like, oh, um, and I lied immediately. So I panicked. I said, no, we didn't. I didn't cancel it. I don't know. (laughs) My friend told me to come back and put the key back in the door, but I didn't cancel it. You, well, well, so here's the thing. She messaged me on Airbnb. Oh, no. And was like, was there any issue like and I was like I I told I was like I haven't been there. My room, the oh, person I was God. sharing the room with, just felt uncomfortable with the situation and was not happy with the size of the shower. That's what I told her. I was not happy with the size of the shower. <laughs> yeah, because I felt like no, that here's was the, the problem that, with the shower. It wasn't the size of the shower. It's that there's like a two foot opening to get into the shower, and then you turn in. It's like you're in like a little like. Like booth in Dude, the shower. It was dark. It, it was, was so dark. Weird. It was so dreary. dark. It was yeah. dark and dreary. And if you looked up, it, this, there was a hole in the ceiling. For, the I don't shower know, was definitely the biggest problem. The shower was the, the shower was the biggest problem. All right, and there was he, no but, picture of the shower on the posting, which was what I gave right. the incident. And also the sink. The sink looked like a prison sink. Okay, <laughs> the air conditioner unit did not have enough fucking power to to cool that entire room. No effing way. And if, if you sign up for the Patreon and you've seen the video, please write in with your review of the Airbnb yeah, situation. Right. <laughs> well, we should have taken a dip. Well, anyway, so I got us a much better Airbnb that had two bedrooms, two bathrooms, and each of us were on our own side. So it was just a, a much, much better situation. And you can admit that. Oh, no, 100%. It was great. Oh, all right. It yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, but we were only there. To sleep, like I don't, I don't, I don't care. I, I don't care. Next time we go to LA, I will literally build, book a five star hotel if I have to. I will you not stay. <laughs> the problem with this also was that you booked everything so late. Well, that was fucking. Had you booked well, it earlier, you could have yeah. probably got an Airbnb in my apartment like the last time, right? Which would have been yeah. easier, which right. would have been better, but we didn't. And it's you know it's water under the bridge now. Um, I'm just happy that we got the new place because if I had right. to stay in that place for a whole week, I was going to be miserable. <laughs> and absolutely miserable. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I that's the whole. I, I kind of realize this too now. Again, with like talking, like oh, you know, I'm bougie or whatever. But being, you know, w- the way I am, like I'm very happy to have my own room with my own bathroom 
So next time we get an Airbnb, if we do this again, uh, everyone gets their own rooms, and that's the end of that. We're not staying four well, yeah. dudes in a bed. Yeah. Four dudes in a bed. Um, and this is a good, I <laughs> we think- We can record uh, the podcast from the bed. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is a good place for me to transition into my quick off-topic here, because uh, the one thing I'm disappointed that we didn't get to do this year, and we got to be smarter next year about drinking and partying, because- we kind of fucked up with the timing and everything, and everyone was really tired. I feel like we have to pick the right night to go out and drink. And I, I don't know, unless there's, like, a party that's amazing to go to on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, we wait till, like, the, one of the Thursday after parties when everything's done, yeah. and then it doesn't matter anymore. Um, so that we have, like, Tuesday and Wednesday to recoup or go do other stuff that isn't E3 related. For instance, dodgeball. I regret us not oh, going to play. I think it would be really fun if we all went and played dodgeball. It probably together. would be. Speaking of what? Yeah, it probably would be. Last night, dodgeball championships. It would have been a blast. I won again two seasons in a row. <laughs> I love how he says. Champ. I love how he says I won again, not my team right. won it's again. Him. It's, it's him. It's him. You don't know anyone him. on my team. I'm talking about myself. I'm not talking about anyone else. Yeah, but you're on a team. Yeah, but none of them listen to this, so it doesn't fucking matter. So. Oh my god. <laughs> what if one of Fine. them does? We won again. <laughs> yeah, your team won again. Yes, we did. Uh, right, it nice. was great. Congratulations. It was awesome. Uh, thank you. It was a lot of fun. That's it. Short, sweet, out. Tom, <laughs> that, what do you got? That's it. Uh, so uh, I lost my E3 pass before the show even began. Oh, my Don't God. I forgot about really that. really talked about this on the podcast. Um, you were so drunk in the, in, the, in the car talking to the Uber yeah. driver. And well, you I wasn't just drunk. At her I and you were like, over. what? What'd huh? you say? I said I wasn't drunk. I was hungover in the Uber. Oh, well, I mean, you may as well have been drunk. You were so out of it. And I was she, out of it. you just look at her and you're like, "Do you know how much my pass cost?" And you were just like, "A thousand dollars." You, you were talking oh, well, so slow and like slurring your words. Yep. And you were just like, rough. you asked her if there was a river you could go jump into in LA. Meanwhile, Alex <laughs> and I are in the back trying not to laugh. Oh, speaking of trying not to laugh, I don't think <laughs> I don't great. think we told you about this, Chris. No, I don't but think we last, told you this. This was the funniest fucking moment. So the last night we were uh, there, we were leaving uh-huh. yours. We're like as you were saying goodbye to us, this Lyft driver <laughs> rolls up and he's helping us put our luggage or some shit in the back of. Uh, the car and he's like humming this tune not just humming he's like an angel humming yeah it's not it, like it, it, it was high pitched it was a high pitched hum it, and it, it was, was like just, he was doing like the halo song well, he, uh it's similar in terms of tone yeah it was yeah yeah um and tuna tuna and i just look at each other like of course <laughs> And we're delirious. We're so tired. And... It is. I will say that, I, like, looking back on this, Tom, like, it was mm-hmm. really funny because I was so tired. Yes. It wouldn't have been as funny if we weren't so tired. But we, he, Trini gives him his look. He's like, of course, this is the guy that we have. <laughs> <laughs> so we get in the Uber and he gets in and he's still humming this thing. And he turns up the music. And I'm, it's, it's, uh, you raise me up by Josh Groban. You, you know that's like there's this violin no. part like there's a violin part it's like, you raise me up and anyway so tom is like trying not to laugh i'm trying not to laugh <laughs> and the two of us are just like sn- it's like one of those things where like the snickering yeah is getting worse and worse yeah, and worse and you're like oh, god 
you're trying to hold it down and then there's this crescendo in the song (laughs) the crescendo is what got me (laughs) and he (laughs) he let out some air and i just lost it i try i like we and then we were laughing about we tried to like pivot to like oh our friend is just so funny but i did it but i just but i i think we can both agree that is the longest we've ever held in a laugh oh absolutely it was like it was an entire minute of like and I was trying to be like, oh, man, because you could hear us sniffling. We were like, and I was like, allergies, dude. Like, they're just so bad. And then the best bit was like, I cannot look at Tuna. I have to look away because if I look at Tuna, I am going to fucking lose it. And Tuna, whilst I'm looking away, has put his aviators on to hide the tears that are rolling down his face so that the guy in front... So when I turn back to look, he's got his sunglasses on. It's like almost midnight, and he's just crying his eyes out. And then the crescendo happened, and then I was like, this is it. And the guy, quick as a flash, turned around to look at us and then switched the radio to something else. At which point I was like... Oh man, wasn't it so funny today when this happened? Like trying to like cover Our it up. Our friend is so. Oh, funny. I'm sure that came off so naturally too. Oh, no, it, it didn't. He totally it, knew uh, the fact knew. that he changed the song the second yeah. the two of us just started laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I felt horrible. Uh, we had so very interesting awkward. Uber drivers in LA. I will say we did. We had the one that you were talking to, the blonde woman that was loving about loving everything you were talking about. E3. She was like, me- "Oh, I like shooters." Right. <laughs> and then she was asking if you knew about Blizzard. She was like, yeah, oh, I, son or someone she knew worked there. Or yeah, something. she was like, yeah. she was like, oh, I played that Overwatch game for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting in the back. She's like, the AC isn't working back there. I'm like, fuck. And she's driving like stop and go. I'm, I'm going to throw up in this car. Oh, then man. there was the Uber. That the was that, that was when Chris was hungover. That was the, the day. Oh, after. that might have been. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 it was. It was. Yeah. It was. You and know, Chris I was like, I'm up. Awful. And then he fell back asleep. Oh man, I didn't feel that awful in that in that car until that car ride, and that made me so much more nauseous. And then it just sat with me because it was hot in the back, and her, yeah. she was just stopping, go stop, yeah, stop, oh my god, go, stop, go. Then, then there was the Uber driver that drove us to your place really quick when uh, Tom was hungover, and I just kept ripping into him, and she was just like, "This is <laughs> this is a really this is some friend you got here." Like this yeah, is a really she bad was friend. Not tuna, a fan of Tuna. <laughs> she was like, "You always have that one friend that just kicks you while you're down." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm stuffing Wait, his face." She said in that. It. Yeah, she said. Yeah, she, she did. did. <laughs> she did. You always have she's that like, one I got friend that's like this guy. <laughs> yeah, she was like, that's, "Yeah, yeah." She did say that. She goes, "I have, that's I have like, friends uh, like this guy." Yeah. That's like when so on Monday our episode of Ultimate Fictional Character comes out and you guys were talking to Matt and and you brought up to Matt about how you were like, this is how we all act here. Because Matt was like, this is, he was like, this is like weird East Coast energy. Matt was like, none of our friends out here act like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it is. But, but, but that was the whole thing with Matt kind. was that like, I wanted, I wanted to say to him, I kind of did, but I really told you to, which was Matt is such an upbeat, positive, like energetic person. I'm like, dude, like this is just too like life is not that great. Like you know, I'm <laughs> sitting over here, you got to be kidding me! Like, er, like, come on, dude. But like, that's just that was the you know that, that was what it was. It was it, 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 yeah, it was you know. to say Matt was would have been more than happy in that first Airbnb. Oh yeah, <laughs> he would have. Yeah, no, well, you like that piano? He walked in and he admitted it was a little. No, he said janky. he also said he wouldn't stay there. No, remember? No, he did. on the hell. video. He was like, "Would you 
at, for ninety dollars a night, would you stay here? And he says, yeah. Okay. No, for $90. And then he says, no, but then he says no because he said he's gotten better places for less money. Right. Uh, he did right. say that yeah, in San Diego, but anyway. yeah, right, San but Diego still, is also very expensive. Anyway. It's not like suddenly. I mean, I, Brit told. I showed Brit the video. Well, I didn't show her the video, but I showed her pictures and I well, FaceTimed her. Miss Bougie. You're it Mr. Bougie. It yeah, it she's doesn't Ms. matter. Bougie. But she said, um, if I had booked that place and we walked in, I turned the key and we walked in, she'd be like, I would have divorced you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, people can go get the information. It's out there on the Patreon. Yeah. People can make a judgment for themselves. Fortunately, I did not pay $1,000 to get my badge reprinted. So I'm very lucky there. That was very lucky. Uh, Okay, let's move on to some games Are you guys uh you guys play anything other than stuff at e3 since last week because i have i not. did i did i played um my friend pedro what is it called that's correct my friend pedro okay so my friend pedro is a side scrolling platformer shooter yeah would you agree i'd say that's an accurate description and you play as a, do you play, like, what do you play as, like, an assassin? Not really, right? You just play as, like, a guy trying to... I think you're a bounty hunter. You, okay. you just kind of wake up and... And a banana starts talking to you yeah. and says, here's a gun, let's go kill guys. Basically, that's what you're doing. You're you're moving right, shooting things, and finishing the level platform-wise. Um, you can slow down time. You can do a couple acrobatics. There's ricoch- ricochets involved. Yeah. And then you can spin to dodge bullets. Now, what I will say, I'm enjoying the game, but what I will say is that I find it to... There's too many things going on. Correct. There's too many things. Like, I have to control both st- thumbsticks and almost uh, all the trigger. Like, it's just... It's a lot. There's a lot of different mechanics going on, and I wish they would ju- have just stuck with, like, one thing, like, that you can slow down time, or you can dodge bullets, or... You know what I mean? And there was... Yeah. It was... But it is kind of cool with the two thumbsticks because I can control the. If I'm dual wielding, I can control the gun separately. Yeah. Um, but to do that again, I have to push a button before I do it. There's just a lot. Like when you're jumping and shooting and pointing and aiming and it's slowing down time and dodging bullets, there's a lot of buttons going on. And I just, I'm enjoying it. Um, I just wish it was a little less complicated. That's all. Yeah, I, I completely agree on that, especially because it's so skill based. Like the whole thing is, is like you want to be as. Uh, technically skilled as possible to get the most points and get better scores on the levels, but it just feels like the controls do get in the way. That being said, I actually think the platforming is really kind of good, especially in the later levels. Um, I haven't beat the game, but um, like the difficulty does ramp up in terms of like figuring out some of the puzzles. Um, but I've been I've been enjoying it. It's on the uh, Switch, nice little indie game. Um, yeah, favorite game. Favorite. That you play most or what's a game that you're excited for that you saw at E3 that you can't wait to come out? That's like coming out this year. That's coming out eventually. Just um, any game you saw at E3 that you were like, you know what? I really can't wait for this game to come out. I mean, honestly, the most uh, my, my favorite <laughs> like presentation we had was Dying Light Two. Still, okay. Yeah, Chris, mm. Chris, Chris. Um, Zelda, Pokemon, Luigi's yeah. Mansion. No, 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 no. You can't time. list. You got to pick one. I have to pick, so I can only get to play one game. If of every game you saw at E three, someone comes over and says, "Look, bro, you're only allowed to play one for the rest of your life." 
<laughs> which which game you picking? For the rest of my life. Yeah. Or how about this? All other games that come out in life, you'll be able to play. But there's only one game you'll ever be able to play from the E3 we just went to. Mm. You got to pick one game. What do you Pokemon. Play? Pokemon. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, that's it, because Pokemon is on this list, you're not going to get a different answer from me. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Barring Pokemon, uh, I don't know. I actually, I didn't get to play it, but I really want to play that fucking Star Wars game. Yeah. Okay. So I, that was what I was probably going to pick. Fallen Order or Lego? Fallen Order, not Lego. Oh, no. I was, I was going to pick a Lego, baby. No, I'm talking about Fallen Order. No, but I will say, I think Lego was going to be my, my second one. I actually, even though we didn't play it and we just saw someone play it, um, I think Chris Tales looked really cool. Oh, interesting. I thought it looked cool. I liked the concept, and it was something that I thought was, like, new. Like, a different take on the whole time travel, past, present, future thing. Yeah. I, I want to take back everything I said. Forget Pokemon also. I want to I get uh, Fall Guys. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Nice. All right. Yeah. I really yeah, yeah. want to play guys. Fall Guys. I love yeah. that so much. Yeah. <laughs> there right, are a lot yeah. of really great games this year. A lot of really great stuff. Yeah. Um, in terms of what else I've been playing, I've dabbled with the Fallout 76 Battle Royale mode, and it is actually surprisingly pretty good, pretty solid. Um, I jumped back into Division 2. I am now world tier, which means I am prepping to be raid ready. So um, if anyone is has jumped into it because they have that free-to-play week, um, me and a couple of listeners are actually trying to get eight people together because you need eight people to do the... De- uh, sorry, not Destiny. Division 2 raid. Um, oh, and um, so when I was a kid, one of the things I used to play a lot was uh, Lego Races on the PC uh, with my dad. And Forza announced that Lego Speed Championship or or whatever add-on for um, Forza Horizon 4. So today, I actually booted that up, but I had to play so much of the regular Forza game before I could unlock it, so I didn't even get to the Lego (laughs) part, so I played a ton of Forza Horizon 4. Um, I mean, it's a technically great game, but I've I've just now unlocked the Lego portion. Um, And I would say that's pretty much it for the past week. Uh, right. I downloaded a ton of games from Game Pass to play. I have them all mm. sitting on my Xbox. I looked at the icons. I have not played any of them. <laughs> Which ones? Uh, I mean, I've got so I've got Outer Wilds queued up, ready to go. Oh, you got to. You know, play I've that. got. I've still got um, Void Bastards queued up, ready to go. I've got the shopping. Sh- Shriek. Supermarket Shriek, yeah. Supermarket yeah. Shriek, which looks really fun. I have that queued up, ready to go. Oh. Um. I also really want to get Cadence of Hyrule. I think we're hoping to get codes, but I'm probably just going to end up getting it at this point. Um, yeah, if we don't if we don't hear anything by next week, I would say just pull the trigger. Yeah, I might end up just buying. It's like twenty bucks. Uh, twenty five. I might end up just getting it. Oh, because it's uh, I'm going on a flight tomorrow, so mm. I might end up just getting it for that. Yeah. Um, we shall see. We shall see. So I'm very excited for that. Um. God, there's a bunch of games I know we didn't talk about, so I don't know if we want to do that now or if we want to just talk about, like, E3 stuff we didn't discuss that we should have talked about. Let's do that after gaming news. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, there's really not much gaming news unless you have anything on the docket. Right. Um, uh, I do have something we need to go over, take a look okay. at. All right. Um, I have two two things on the news front for us to discuss, but 
Um, yeah, because I do. I'm looking at a list. I'm trying to write down everything that we saw and played, at least that I did, and then we could go through it to see if we talked about it. You guys will remember if we did or not. Um, okay. Because is the whole thing's like a blur at this point to me. <laughs> Same. You know. Uh, Same. Okay. Well, then let's go and hop into some gaming news. It's nice to be back to our old format. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Top of the show. A brand new podcast hosted by Matt Acevedo, Emily Jacobson, and Naeem Stewart. Naeem was a uh, hyper RPG guy along with Matt. He and Matt had a podcast called Hit Points very briefly on hyper RPG. They have now relaunched Hit Points on the Zeitgeist Network, so you can find them on Tuesdays. Sort of, sort of. You know, I've always said I was like, maybe one day we'll build an unranked West. Matt has been talking to me forever about like he was like, can you help me with setting up a show? And he ended up just putting it together anyway. So uh, here it is: Hit Points on Tuesdays with Emily and Matt, who you know from our show, and uh, Naeem, who is also a great person. So, uh, and we'll probably have them on here more often. Do a little bit more cross stuff. Um, It'll be fun to team up with them, too, for, like, when I, if there's, like, events on the west side that I go to, um, that I'll actually have someone else to come on and discuss with instead of just me reporting back solo. So that's really fun. And number two, I'm going to have to ask you gentlemen to go ahead and open your devices because we have to check in on the 2019 Fantasy League because there have been some updates. Oh, my God. This is like, Jesus. Well, I sent it, I sent you guys a, a breakdown of everyone's se- oh. se- separately, just so it's easier to read on your small device. Okay. Um, so you will see a number of major updates here to our scores. So I'm just, very briefly, let's go over our scores. I still only have three games released. I currently have no delays, although there are a handful that I don't expect to come out this year. Uh, they have not yet been officially delayed or anything. Um, Alex, you have 10 uh, releases. You have two new delays. You've got Animal Crossing and Sable are not coming Ooh. out this year. You want a Nintendo um, game? Yes. Yikes, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, and also, you don't have an alternate Xbox One game anymore. Uh, Battletoads is questionable. They didn't give a release date. Supposedly, it's going to be the end of the year, but they didn't actually give a hard date. So it's possible you have an alternate Xbox One game. But right now, you might be stuck with your 63 on Crackdown. Uh, Tom, Age of Empires did get pushed out, but that doesn't matter because you're a total war game. Same with Orium Will of the Wisps, because Bloodstain came out and it got a great score. So even though you had two delays, yours are fine. You currently have, it looks like, six games released. Now and the, uh, Dan the, has nine games released, and he had The Last Night and Halo Infinite have been officially delayed outside of this year as well. So Dan no longer has an Xbox title. Yikes. Um, now, the reason this is important is we will have... After June 7th, sometime between June 7th and June 14th, we're going to do the next draft, the mid-season draft, which is really the thing that's going to make or break this game. Uh, I have a lot... July. Yes. The mid-season draft is coming up. That's going to be the important thing. Um, Right now, I actually have, even though I have the least releases, I have the highest average score of 81. Alex, you have an average score of 74. Tom has 78. And Dan has an average of 62. So, kind of all over the place. Now, any of the titles that no one drafted that are still unreleased and not delayed will be selectable for the midseason draft, but we're going to have a whole slew of new games. Everyone's going to get eight new drafts 
So you're going to be able to pull eight more titles during the midseason draft. You guys may want to look at what's coming out and start putting together a list and sending me games for these categories. Mm. Because otherwise, you're just going to have to rely on me to pull the games. So you may want to look at your games, look at where your weak points are, and then start thinking about trades that you might need to make as far as what's going to happen. Because uh, scores have changed. Um, also, I had to go through and like I updated all the scores. The scores had all shifted a little bit. Like Everyone had gone up a few points, down a few points. There's a there. uh, there's a game breaking bug in Bloodstained, so I'm expecting that score to actually go down. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um. Apparently, like halfway through the game, there's like you have to open up chests to pro- progress, and halfway through the game, people are finding a chest that's already opened, and they can't perform the o- action of opening it. Um. They patched the problem, but. Anyone that played the game up until that point has to start the game again if they want to. Ooh, not yeah. good. I wonder if not that good. will or will not change review because then at the same time, they're writing a review for people that it's too late for already if they're, right. if they're updating it. So it, right. it might not end up affecting the score or Possibly it might for not. people that it might for people that haven't written reviews yet. Yeah, That's probably um, the more likely one. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of games we played at E3 that are not on this list that are coming yeah. out this year. So has got his eyes. Oh no, we can't do Link's Awakening. Right, right, right. So never mind. Correct. No remake. I've got Bayonetta three tuner if you want it. Uh, Bayonetta Wait. three. Oh, Bayonetta three is probably not coming out this year. I Don't mean, tell him that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's Alex also anyway. needs a fighting game. Yeah, is his um just because he has a fifty eight on it. And Tom, yeah. I don't you know, know if GTR three is coming out. I don't even know. See, this is the problem with what you got the punishment that you enacted last uh-huh. year. I don't give a shit what happens because I feel like even if I win, well, I'm not going to win. So even if I get second or third, I'm going to get screwed anyway. So I might as well Wait, just lose. Why are you going to get screwed anyway if you get second or third? Well, I got screwed last year and I got third. No, but if you so if you go back and listen to when we announce what this year's punishment is going to be, we're not. Do, no, I think we should change that. I understand, but allow me to finish speaking here. Fine. So if you go back to <laughs> when we decided what this year's punishment is going to be, we said you cannot do the same thing anyone did last season and pick any of our names or any of our relatives' names or anything like that. Yeah, but I just feel like you know you, you give them the you give them the you know you give the caveats. You say you can't do X, you can't do Y, uh-huh. right? But life will find a way to screw me over. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I suppose that's possible. I'm I'm almost I'm betting on it. Well, much. you try and propose an alternate idea, and we shall see. Well, I'll think about it. Yeah, you think about it. <laughs> I need to think of something with so many rules that I can't get screwed. The po- I mean, it. the stipulation is essentially the punishment has to be for the person who lost. It wasn't last year. I know. That's why it yeah. is this year. Well, <laughs> it's fine. Oh anyway, very, moving very, on. Alex, very moving upset on. about the 2018 fantasy season. I'm still season. bitter. Yeah, I'm still bitter about it. Tom, I'm still you're really bitter. fucking. Tom, I think yep. this might be why he's he's been going so hard at you these last few months. He's still he's it's still just festering. <laughs> yeah, sounds about Especially right. Especially since I I will admit this now, since it's already been six months, almost seven. Um, I tried to like report the fucking name. <laughs> like I report, I must have reported it. I must have reported his name twenty times. Must have. I have reported 20. his name. Yes, that's, that's an obsession, man. But that's but that's horrible on Xbox to not even like email me back or say anything to well, me. What among if that's the lines his name? Of, 
Huh? What if that's his name? There's nothing it, wrong. No, I, There's nothing offensive. It doesn't yeah. break their terms or conditions. Why, they should They should just tell me that, though. They're just ignoring me, which I think is so rude. <laughs> well, they're probably like going to be like, you need to stop harassing us. or we're yeah, gonna You're like, going to yeah, end up yeah, getting yeah. punished. <laughs> Alex yeah. is going to end up getting like losing his gamer tag. <laughs> oh, so stupid. But yeah, oh, I've reported man. that fucking thing over 20 times. Oh, no. Nothing's happened. Oh, amazing. <sighs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, okay. Let's go ahead and uh, let's... Uh, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything, Tom? Nah, no no big news. No, because there isn't any news. Um, there's, there's no some... news? No, that's what happens right after E3. Right. Um, Nothing of any consequence. So definitely, Alex, think about you guys, the games that you played at E3 and stuff, and think about, look at what's coming out this year, because it's probably not on that list. This list was made, you know, December, first week of January. So there's a lot of stuff that was announced that will be available for Dragon. Yeah, a lot of stuff that we saw. I mean, I don't want to say a lot, but um, a good number of stuff we saw at E3 was like early 2020. Uh, yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I think I played that was like this year though too. Um, like Bio Mutants this year. Uh, Gears is this year, or Gears is on there already. Did, some, did anyone get Gears of War? I have Gears Tactics. I guess Gears of War. Oh, I guess it was uh, third person. Oh, it. right. It is. It was under third person. Man, Was Alex, Fall Guys Alex this had... year or was Fall Guys next, next year? Next year. I think it's... Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It is unfortunate. I really kind of... I, I love that game. Well, you know what? I'm gl- If it's going to ma- mean that they're going to have a lot more modes than the three that we saw, then I'm fine with it. Because I'd rather have like... I'd rather them start with a bunch it would be great add. if it was like a holiday game, like you know, like around Christmas time. That would be yeah. so yeah. much fun. It'd be perfect. well. Hopefully by then too, yeah. it will be a lot. I, I should be able to get like a PS4 for like two hundred bucks at least. At that point, you can definitely find one for that. Yeah, price. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I'm gonna have to get a PS4 for this, for or I just sure. won't. And I just won't. I just won't play it like Spider Man or all the other games that I want to play. Because I'm just because I don't play games anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. <laughs> And we'll go back to some games. Let's let's put E3 in a coffin and bury it. Let's just make sure there's no uh, business that was left Loose unattended ends. to so that it doesn't come back as a ghost and haunt us for the rest of our lives. Um, I've got a list of games here that I believe this is not everything I played, but here's stuff off the top of my head. Did we talk about Destroy All Humans at all? No. Um, okay, I never played the original. I did get to play it at the show. It was a lot of fun. I would definitely get this on like a Game Pass. Um, I don't know if I personally would get it at full price for me, but if you're into that type of a game, I think it's really cool. I love the aesthetic of it. I think like the update to it is great. Um, they are building it ground up. Like it, they, this isn't like they just took the old polygons and like they, you know, re-resed it and like put new textures on it. Like they actually remade the game, so it looks great. Um, it's a lot of fun. It feels, but it feels like, um, and this is maybe just something that comes from like games being over a decade old, but there's so many older games that are like a specific concept. And now every game has like so many things in them that I'm like, oh, this almost feels like a mode in a different game. Like right. it doesn't necessarily feel like its own full thing, but that's just what older games were. They were smaller, you know, packages, um, right. but I had a lot of fun with that. Um, Bio Mutant, did either of you play that? No, I didn't play anything. Is that that's also Negative. THQ Nordic, right? Yeah, but you guys were yeah. you you had that appointment, and I guess you saw that show Chris. Hale. You saw the game Chris Hale, right? At Modus, yeah, yeah. Okay, 
Um, Biomutant actually played really good. Like, it felt very good. Uh, I, I have a problem with a lot of those RPG games where it feels like you're just slashing at enemies over and over and just watching meters go down. But when I was hitting the enemies, it actually felt like they were reacting to it. Uh, and, like, I get to play through sort of, like, an opening stage area and then get up to almost, like, a small mini-boss. Sort of, like, a big dragon dinosaur kind of monster. Um, it was very what, fun. What, what do you mean when you say slashing and the meter's going? Like, that, like the animation's not happening? Like, nothing's happening animation I feel like there's a lot of JRPG games, um, which this isn't necessarily JRPG, but it is built after and designed after a lot of, like, classic JRPG games, where you just see like a bunch of characters going up to a big enemy and they're just like hacking at it and then moving out of the way and then hacking at it again. And it doesn't feel like the boss is doing anything than just losing health. It doesn't feel like it's reacting to you. And it just mm. feels like really long fights that don't actually need to be. It's like they're artificially long, right? They could just make the monster kill you faster and you could kill the monster faster. Whereas in a lot of those boss fights, it's just, it's about like, they're almost like stamina based. So many of those kind of like, it's the problem that I said I had with Anthem when we saw that demo where when Tom played a year ago at E3 and he's fighting this like spider monster and you're just unloading into it and it doesn't look like it's doing anything other than losing health. Like it doesn't look like it's actually hurting it. It doesn't look like it's reacting to anything that you're doing to it. Right. And it just felt like, okay, cool. If you don't I'll run out of fine. ammo and you hit it enough, you'll eventually kill it if you can survive long enough. Like, Well, j- joke's on you because Anthem turned out to be amazing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally I just want to free. So I just want to ask then, what is the difference with Pokemon then? What do you mean? Well, Pokemon is Pokemon battles are have... very quick. Yeah, 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 but like, like in in your pers- from your perspective, like what's different about Pokemon? Well, like, because it is just hacking though, meters going down. No, you know what I mean, turn based, turn based strategy game. This is live action. This is real time. It is. The game I'm talking about, Biomutant, yes, it's real time. Oh. Pokemon's not. Oh, all right. No, I wouldn't complain about it if it was a turn-based game. When you're playing turn-based games, mm. you're basically like simulating battle. So okay. it's like, that's fine because it's a totally yeah. different medium. But if you're telling me I'm actually fighting as the character, I want the enemies to react to me. I want it to feel like I'm actually in a battle. Right. Like, and okay. Oftentimes I don't. This is, no, this this felt great. Um, It actually, you know what? Did you ever play um Star Fox uh, Adventures? Uh, Does it bear shit in the woods? <laughs> it felt like Star Fox Adventures, <laughs> and like some of the monsters reminded what's, me of stuff from like. What's Star crazy Fox is that you just referenced Star Fox Adventures, which was a game. What was how many years ago now? Is that like twenty years ago that game came out? Yeah, well, maybe it was just the first long. thing that pops into my head because there was a lot of like dinosaur-like creatures. But it, but what's interesting is I actually what is the because because it was so long ago I don't know what the community thought is. I think it's a divisive is. game. I think people is love it? it for what it is, but people wanted a real Star Fox rem- game. You know what's funny? I remember loving it, and I remember thinking the graphics were real good. I bet you if I went and looked at that game now, I'd be like, holy shit, this what? is terrible. <laughs> I oh, mean, my it, God. I think it holds up for uh, for its time. Oh, wait. What was I watching the other day? I was watching something the other day on YouTube that was talking about how um, Zelda Wind Waker, uh-huh. like the graphics on that. And the, the like the way that that game looks has held up even now yes. after like mm-hmm. 20 years, whereas other games that were made during that time haven't. And when that game first came out, people were like really complaining about how they didn't want that cartoonish look. Right. But now people are like, it, it's, a you know, it, I feel like, you know, 
I mean, yeah, that's exactly. just the Nintendo cycle. Is Nintendo does stuff, and then there's a bunch of man children who are like, "I don't like this change." But then, then when the next game comes out, they're like, "Can't you go back to the Wind Waker I thing?" Love, I fucking who who I, what does the person look like that you are the voice that you're doing? <laughs> I know exactly. What the, does this person look like? The person that you have just done a voice for. What do they look like? Uh, he's very scrawny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. He he wears the same like shirt light outerwear jacket every day. Sometimes he has different shirts <laughs> okay. on though, but okay. he'll always have like the same jacket on, almost like he's like a cartoon character. Okay. He wears like very plain like New Balance shoes. Oh, the old New Balance, huh? Okay. The NBs. Maybe maybe jeans. Maybe like <laughs> maybe what kind of pants? What do you mean? <laughs> could be like khakis. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, depending on the the decade, maybe he's wearing like uh, athletic pants. When he even goes though to the he like does it, he's not an athlete. If he goes to the amusement park, is he wearing a fanny? No. Um, if he goes okay. to the amusement park, man, I don't, I don't see him going to an he's amusement wearing park because he's, pack, he's but not going like to go on his body. Oh, he's got the cross bag. He <laughs> might have cr- the cross, cross bag. bag. <laughs> it is. He could have the the European cross bag. This right. <laughs> Not yes. quite like a Merce or a Satchel. It's just like a fanny pack that's got like a right. like a. It's like a pot. Yeah, it's yeah. like a pocket you strap to yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he might have a fedora. Oh, he's definitely rocking the fed. Yeah. Um. So that's that's who this gentleman is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but also weirdly, I did, I do, I do have to say, I know why now. I just talked about Star Fox. Um, if you listen to last week's episode of Ultimate Fictional Character with John Murphy. Uh, Star Fox was on... It was Star Fox versus Iron Man for one of the mm. matches, and Star Fox Assault came up. Uh, Star Fox um, Adventures came up, which is why I, that is in my brain. Because uh, that is otherwise a weird... Like, that would be a very strange thing for my brain to even recall. Um, so, okay, it's not as crazy as it sounded. Uh, we talked about Fall Guys on the stream? Yes, multiple we talk- times. We talked about Carrion. I think I think we talked about Carrion on one of the episodes. Yes, we did. Okay. I fucking loved Carrion. Super cool. Yep. Um, Alex great. talked about Creature in the Well? Yes. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, right. You found that special sword. That was a fun game. You're damn right. It fun was game. fun. I liked it a lot. Aesthetically beautiful. Very cool. Very good looking game. The uh, Your gameplay of that is uh, up on the Patreon for people oh, cool. to watch. Very cool. Yeah. I don't find a special sword, unfortunately. Uh, you'll watch. You'll watch me for the first several minutes, not know Figuring what's happening. It out. <laughs> yeah, and then the guy was just like, "Oh, you got to go up there and like put the energy in." I was like, "Well, that's yeah. that's stupid." Yeah, that that was my issue with the game when I played it, um, b- before Tuna, because especially with like the opening, it's a, it's the the main screen. It's interactive, like you control the character. Oh, okay, so I never told you this part, but. I sat down to do the demo, and the last person had finished, and then the girl was like, okay, cool, let me set the demo up for you, and she could, she was like, I don't know where the menu is. She was like, I don't know how to get to the start, and she was one of the people there running the thing, and then someone else right. came over, and they were like, no, no, you just gotta walk. She was like, you can do it on here. She was like, oh, it's so confusing. Yeah. I was like, aren't yep. you demoing this? She was like, yeah, but I, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that was the same experience, like, just getting the game started, I was confused, and then... I mean, it's fun once you understand what the mechanics are, but there isn't a lot that is. There's nothing explaining. You just have yeah. To figure I it felt out. like like even just some prompts or some waypoints for that whole first yep. round would have made everything a little bit smoother. Um, yep. But the game itself is fun. Uh, 
after party i didn't i like i touched it but i really watched someone else play like i only sat down for a couple minutes because then they were kicking everyone out and i wanted to see x cloud so when that like warning came up i was like uh okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go look at x cloud because yep you know because of that um we talked about gears i yes. just i'm just not good at it I'm just yeah. not good at I also it. am not good at Gears. I've yeah. played it before with my cousin, and I've, I've never gotten into it. I never thought... Yeah. The controls were very, um... Uh, like Heavy. Hev, he, that is exactly yeah. what I... Yeah, yeah. heavy. If your Real character heavy. feels like they're, like, magnetized to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'll say this. I tried playing... I think I've tried playing Gears 1 and Gears 2. Uh, and Gears 4, because it was on, like, Game Pass or something at some point. Right. So I tried playing... Almost all of the main games. Never could get into it. This was the one where it felt the best to me. Like, there was a moment where I got this big hammer thing, and I was starting to wreck people for, like, a brief period of time. I knew what I was doing. But outside of that, it's still, like, it's just not the kind of game I play. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, because it looks very cool. Yeah, it's... I'm always, like, feel a little upset about it, because I'm like, fuck, this is, like, one of xbox's only major exclusive franchises and i'm just so not into it <laughs> yeah yeah uh i i hate when there's a game aesthetically that like looks awesome and i like all the ideas around it and then you go to play it and you don't like it um okay did we talk about xcloud uh yes i talked about it briefly whilst um you were getting one of the guests okay so I, you weren't there which is me and tuna you played halo right halo 5 yep okay I played Halo, I played Halo Wars 2, I played Forza, and I played, um, what the hell is it, Hellblade? Hellblade. Yeah, so, so they had like six games set up on controllers with, with Wait. like Android phones. Halo 5? Oh, yeah. Wait, what? I played Halo 5 on xCloud, so I, was, I had a- Oh, on xCloud. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It was uh, unbelievable how well it worked. I can't wait for this uh, to come out, because I want to be able to play my Xbox games in bed. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be able to do that. Um, um, it was awesome. I thought it was interesting that the Avengers was the only game that said, uh, not Lego, the and not Alliance. What was the, it was just called Avengers, right? It's just called Marvel's Avengers. Marvel Avengers. Yeah. It was the only game that said that they were going to be on the um, the Google thing. What's it called? Oh, Stadia. Yeah, a ton, yeah, yeah. A ton of games announced for Stadia. All of Ubisoft's games, Watch Okay, all right, all right, but that's not... Okay, fine. Fine, 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 fine. I'm saying every the, of the games that I saw and the games yeah. that I played, that was the only guy who was talking about the game who said, and it will be available on Google, blah, whatever, Stadia. Okay. Well, I think he was trying to say something maybe that would excite people because the game wasn't doing a good job. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't even see it. You guys got the, like... They were being very weird with the appointments. I had one, ended up just skipping it after hearing about you guys and then seeing everyone else's impressions on Twitter. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I can spend this half an hour doing something else. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's one thing for us to think that it wasn't that great. You could probably say, oh, maybe they're just like, you know, who are these two idiots? But for the Twitter community to kind of be like, meh, yeah. you know, meh. pretty telling. Still very hopeful that I wouldn't, the I wouldn't ultimate pay. game will be great, but that demo was just yeah. so fudged. Um there were two there's one more thing I got to do Spirit Fair. I think I, t- I talked about that very briefly. The it's the name of this vessel that you go on and it's you you make a journey, you make friends, you customize your house. It's like a big houseboat on a barge essentially. Um it's a very cool looking game. It's a very fun looking game. 
there were two games at the Microsoft thing I didn't play that I wish I had done, which was they had the Minecraft thing there apparently. The Minecraft uh, like Minecraft Earth? Dungeons? Or, no, no. The Minecraft like World or Minecraft Earth. What's the one the AR one with the phones? Oh. I've I, I don't know. I think it's just Minecraft, isn't it? It's just No, a, no, no. AR it's got a name. It's like Minecraft Earth, Minecraft World. Oh, it's, the one that's gonna come on your it's phone. It's like Pokemon Go, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I think it's called Minecraft Earth. It's something like that. Why don't you remember. look it up? Um Oh, and that was the other piece of news I had today. So I actually did just download, and I haven't played it yet, but Harry Potter Wizards Unite just came out by the uh, makers of Pokemon Go, and it's their Harry Potter-like game where you will get to create your own wizard character, and you go out, and you have to fight against monsters, catch magical creatures, are, are learn you, spells. Uh, are you into Harry Potter? Oh, I love you Harry Potter. Are you a Harry Potter, Potter guy? Oh, you are? love yeah. Harry Potter. Oh, all right. Uh, I miss them both. I didn't watch it when we were younger, but um, in like 2011... I believe, is maybe when the last one came out. So I had watched all the movies in preparation for that and fell in love with it and then later eventually just read all the books. The books are amazing. The books are incredible. Uh, I would love for them to adapt it to like an HBO series so we could get like a season for each book. The books are so good. Um, The new movies that they've been putting out are not great. But uh, yeah, so I really wanted to do that. is the name of the game, by the way. What is it? Minecraft Earth. Oh, it is Minecraft Earth. Okay. Um, I'm very excited for that because it sounds awesome. Yeah. It sounds really cool to go and like build stuff out in places. And like, it seems like that'll be really fun. Um, I have a bunch more things that I might want to touch on, but let me throw it over to one of you guys now that at least I'm done with the Microsoft Theater. Uh, The only big thing that I don't think I touched on, but I do want to talk about because I think it'll be pertinent to people that are into this, is when we saw those racing games. Um, at the start oh yes so i saw grid and the new formula one for this year um i'm not a huge racing game guy even though i did talk about all the fucking forza horizon (laughs) that i ended up playing but um i thought what they were really doing was quite interesting with the new grid essentially uh the way they described it is instead of you a race happening for you you are in a race so it's not being tailored to how you're playing. The other drivers are driving as if they were real AIs. And the the way that everything is happening is quite dynamic. And it, because it's, it, it's not revolving around you. So I thought that was very cool. And then the new Formula One uh, game, that's all very much focused on your inter-team dynamics. So if you know anything about Formula One, each team has two drivers. And so it's the game focuses on your relationship with the driver on your team plus um, your rival on another team. So when you come out of races, uh, they have the whole like being interviewed uh, and how you felt about the race. And depending on, you know, the story you're crafting there and if you are you going to be the asshole driver who thinks they're better than, you know, hot shit or are you going to be the super humble guy who's you know, letting your teammate win uh, and stuff like this, that's going to change the dynamic of the story. Plus, they also have Formula 2. So you do a whole career in Formula 2, and then that's going to kind of design your career in Formula 1. So if you're into racing games, both Grid and Formula 1 look super interesting uh, and very different from the other other racing games that are on the market. Yeah. Um, Just not not really my, my cup of tea, personally. We're, we're not really car guys here. No. 
No, I mean, I would say that these uh, these car games, I always lo- always look good. I'm always like, oh, I'm really excited to play it. Um, and then I play it, and it's hard. As, it's really hard. Yeah. And it's not just pressing go. It's not just, you know, go and turn. It's so much more complicated than that. I did appreciate the guy who was showing us the game. He was really into it, oh, and he knew so his stuff. Yeah. He was super into it, which made me into it. Yeah. So, um, but I was just really bad. Like I just can't <laughs> do it. I, I like I was trying to use the handbrake and actually trying really hard to not skid out, but I did every single time, and it, I couldn't even finish it because the guy was like, "Yeah, our next appointment's here, and you're mm-hmm. not going to finish." I was like, "All right, well, I'm going to get up then. I'm done." But <laughs> it's I always think I'm going to like these games, and then it's just not like GTA, which is hit the A button, right? Drive, and then you know. I'm able to turn on a dime. Right. So. Um, I know you guys talked about Rocket Arena. I don't know if I got to say anything about it, but I really liked it. I don't think yeah. you guys exaggerated at all. It was so much fun. It's um, just a really fun game. Yeah, it's really fun, man. It's a really yeah. fun game. I would love to like actually have it so that I could learn what all the characters do. So yeah. I can figure out who yes. I like to play as. Because the best character I got to play as was like the sort of like fancy gentleman guy. He almost he almost you know mm. what he looks like? He almost looks like the like ra- the ranger character from Jumanji, like the hunter. Mm, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh he was the best character I played as. He had like a grenade you could shoot and you can let go of the button it'll explode when you want and then there was like you could call in like a missile launch and it had like a rocket like that was homing. He was the best character I got to play as. The girl with the cats Okay, the girl with the cats. (laughs) So the girl with the cats had like an iPad, and you were running her. And honestly, the last game we played was with her, or that I played was with her. And I have no idea what I was doing. I still don't know what I was doing. I was just hitting buttons, hitting the triggers, hitting stuff. I was killing people. I don't know how. Yeah, I knew that. I figured that out. But her other things, I don't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. So I ended up playing as her twice. We played three matches, and the first two I had her, and it was such a like the second game I did not mean to pick her again, and it, like there was like a there was like like eight seconds to pick characters, and I was just quickly trying to look through them, and then I ended up just still being picked on her by the time the timer came up. Yeah. Uh, so that was stupid. <laughs> she was hard to play as. Yeah. She seemed like I one w- of those characters that was funny, but not actually fun. I really wish the game was like out in some beta. I looked like back through some emails and I had gotten an email about a beta that happened in May and I emailed them. I was like, do you have any info on when the next beta or anything is happening? And they're like, we don't have any news soon. And I'm just like, fuck, I wish this had come out. This beta that they had had come out after E3 because I would play the shit out of that right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited for that game. Um, you know, I, there are a couple of things we didn't get to see that I wish we had. The Rollerballs game. It's oh, like the Ubisoft's Roller Derby. Game. Like, yeah, that yeah. thing looks great. That looks super Roller cool. Roller Champions, I think yes. it's called. That looked really cool. Um, I did talk about Ghost Recon, right? Previous episode. Really liked yep. it. Yep. I think I might want to get that game. Good. I'm I'm picking it up. I think yeah. we should all try and pick it up because it's a four-player game. Yeah, I think we could all play Ghost Recon, and that would be fun. I think Alex would like this game, too. I think you would you would get into Ghost Recon. Um, all right, sir. Burger Time Party? Oh, Burger Time Party. Come on. 
That's that's like in the top of my. I had so Callback. much fun playing that game. It's a good co-op game. It's a it's really, really good co-op, co-op game. game. Um, there they had forty levels. Alex and I were gonna try and beat it. Um, but <laughs> yeah. w- at levels, we we played through the first sixteen, and I heard someone behind us, some girl. She was just like, "Are they still playing?" And I was like, "Yeah." Was- and then Chris turns to me and he goes, so "I think I think we should stop playing." I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> like, because it was like one of the can? only places where it was easy for like people to have the thousand dollar gamer pass to like walk up and play. And I'm like, "Which we did." I'm like, "We yeah. are hogging this machine right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, did we talk about Mario Sonic what? at the Olympics? Uh, I don't think we did um that was fun it was fun yeah, yeah. i mean yeah it's it's, it was it's like olympic good. mario party it's like what it's like olympic mario party yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Right? i mean it's good it's fun it's it's good it's good um simple yeah you know there were fine there were five games in this that we could demo tom i think there looked like there were maybe like 24 sports they had five or six on demo we did mm-hmm. archery Archery was fun, but it was very easy, I felt. Um, yeah. I would almost, I actually almost think this is a game you want to play with the motion controls just to make it like So that was crazier. the thing is when we initially passed the Sega booth and saw the, the Olympics thing, Tuna was like, that game's got motion controls. And I was like, definitely. Um, is there a, there, you, you can, can pick you can like play when you motion. when you go to start each event, you can choose motion or not. Gotcha. And we were just we were just not doing it. And now in retrospect, like the archery one, when we're just able to use the joystick and just like perfectly like pinpoint stuff, we were hitting almost bullseye like every time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I feel yeah. like maybe you want to use the motion controls on that. The surfing one is the only one that I felt like I did not totally get. The controls, like, I feel like I needed to play that, like, two more times. The controls were a little weird. My favorite one was, um, was it karate? Was it kung fu? Boxing? Well, no, it wasn't boxing. It was either, like, karate or kung fu. But it was fighting. Because we were kicking, too. So it was definitely not boxing. Oh, yeah, we were kicking, yeah. Um, I liked that, because there was, like, a combo and a blocking system in that. So that was fun. And then what were the other two games? Oh, the hurdles. Hurdles was, you know, what you expect. And then there was something else we did. I can't remember. I don't know. Um, I did talk about how much I liked Watch Dogs Legion. We all talked about Speaking Simulator and Blinks and AR Box and Ascend. Did any of you guys do the Pixel Maze as well? Uh, we briefly talked about it, I think, in the Day One Breakdown episode. The Pixel, um, the Cube? The Cube, yeah. Yeah, there's a picture of me doing it. There's a video of you doing it. Oh, okay, cool. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, I don't know how long it would how long it would keep your attention. No. Like how long you'd want to, pl- you know what I mean? Like it even was... if you, even if you could develop new mazes, like how, I don't know. I feel like after a day, you'd be like, all right, well, yeah, I'm done. And if uh, somebody came over your house and wanted to play, they could play it. I definitely think that like it was cool as a proof of concept that I was playing at E3, but it is not a product I would invest any yeah. money in. I, I think if they could make it smaller, maybe like fifty percent bigger than a Rubik's cube, so you know, like maybe like a five by five inch kind of item you could put it on like a desk like that could be like a fun like expensive little desk toy that people could have you know for like an office or for your home yeah but i don't think yeah. anyone needs this like massive you know foot one foot <laughs> square cube. no i mean it was a cool co- it, it was just cool that it was that somebody made it you know what i mean oh, it's very like, cool it's that someone made it it's something that could be made they made it yes. they did it i don't really know how many other applications it has or how many other mazes you could generate, but you know, good on good on them. 
Um, I only have one more on here, so I'm going to throw over to you guys. Alex, is there any game that you played that you don't know if you talked about yet? I, uh, no. I think I talk, I think we did talk about everything. We I think I, I tried really hard to talk about everything, and I can't think of anything now that I played that I didn't talk about or even want to talk about. Tom? So. Yeah, no. The only ones I can... I can remember were the uh, the racing games. Everything else, I'm pretty sure we covered at some point or another. Okay. Uh, and then, so the last one I want to talk about, and Alex and I only talked about it very quickly, but I thought it was really fun, and it was called Wave Break. And Wave Break was an, a game at Indiecade where you are like a little bear on a boat, and it's like Tony Hawk on the ocean. And I was thinking about it the other day, Alex, and it's it's if you ever played Diddy Kong Racing, Mm-hmm. And you have the hovercraft levels. It was like that meets yeah, it was Tony Hawk. Like that, yeah, it's like that meets Tony Hawk. They have a weird damage system in it where like you can fight each other as well. But the fun mode was where you were just accruing points and trying to like outskill the other character. Uh, yeah, I was it took totally me down forever for that. to figure out what the hell controls. I, I was terrible. Yes. Yeah, I agree. First. I was so bad. I agree. I, I had trouble with the whole first round as well. Um, but once it was, once we knew what we were doing, I was like, oh, cool. I'm doing tricks. I'm going off the half pipe. I'm grinding. Got it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, there's a couple things we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about like any game trailers. We only talk about stuff we played. We have not talked about Zelda sequel. Oh, uh, well, we, uh, didn't we briefly mention? Not really. No. And I, I feel mean, like what is there to, there's not a lot to say. It's, I know. It's happening. It's but, happening. Well, right? th- it's... that would be that would be the main bit of news that actually came out this week that I'd say yes. would be worth talking about. Yes, was that in an interview? Uh, was it Miyamoto who was talking? It may have been someone else, but basically, the game director was saying how s- the sequel spawned from the fact that they just had s- too many DLC plans and that they wanted to. Um, that initially, w- what Breath of the Wild Two is going to be was initially just dlc plans that they had and they were like fuck it let's just make a new game <laughs> i'm i'm excited for it i feel like yeah. we didn't have like any real reaction to it because it, it just if that trailer had dropped any time outside of e3 we would talk about that for like 30 minutes i feel like 100 but it wasn't but like nothing happened um nothing happened no? well what happened more than just there's a game coming out well, I would say a number of things. So we've only had a handful of titles ever that are like direct sequels to Zelda games. So that alone is a big deal. They showed yeah. off the same Hyrule that we already know. So it's like, okay, are we going to actually be playing in the same place? Is it actually going to take place there? Is the world going to be corrupted? Right. So is it going to be the same map that's expanded? Like, what are the actual questions there? Um, are we going to get to play a Zelda? Maybe. Maybe not. Because when they talk to uh, Anuma. I don't know if that's how you actually pronounce it, but he's the director of the game. He essentially was like, I don't know why everyone keeps asking if you're going to be able to play as Zelda. And it was hard to tell <laughs> if he was being serious or if that's a weird translation because he didn't actually say it in English and he was being sarcastic. No one really knows. But uh, like, I think everyone's immediate reaction was awesome. We're going to get to play as like Zelda and Link, like co-op or something. But it's also very possible if, th- if that trailer went on for 30 seconds, we would have seen Zelda get taken away. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> right. <laughs> and then everyone's wondering, like, oh, cool, are we going to go to the, like, um, the sacred realm? Are we going to go to, like, the other reality where Ganondorf is? Is this uh, the beast version of Ganondorf? Or is, like, who is it? Like, what's the enemy we're going to... Like, I don't know. I thought it was super interesting. I was very excited to see Breath of the Wild 
official sequel shown off. It could be next year. Mm-hmm. This could be a Wait, 2020 what? title. 2020? It could be. It's not going to, but it could be. It's not, it's not going, going to, but it to. could be. I, I actually feel very positive that this could be a 2021 spring title, which is about two years from now. Yeah, that 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 is how I think it's going to shake out. Spring 2021. Yeah. Which would be about three years from the time that they started working on it. Yeah. You know? And if they're yeah. actually using a lot of the same assets and stuff and building from that, it shouldn't take them hopefully more than that to make this. You think game. uh you think they're gonna it's gonna be shrines again? Or do you think they're gonna go back I have to no classic idea. dungeon? Yeah. Give me them classic dungeons, baby. <laughs> I know, but I also still want shrines. I want hidden secrets all over the map. Yeah, that's fine. But like have the shrines and put like five dungeons in. Give me four dungeons from like a Majora sure. style and then put yeah. a bunch of shrines in. Yeah. I agree. Or put more side shit. Put more side yeah, more quests side in there stuff. too. More side quests. I could definitely Give go me... for some more side quests. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. I definitely think that uh, oh, never mind. Well, no. I was just going to say that I definitely think that my biggest request for it would to have the world be a little bit more populated, you would, yeah, like run into um, characters that were, you know, traveling from town to town, but just more of that, yeah, more of that. Good shit, though. Well, I hope we get that, um, but I do feel like there's a very strong possibility it's going to be the same map, just changed up a little bit, and everything's going to be corrupted, <laughs> and it's not going to be that at all. So we shall see, boys. Let's go ahead. And hear from our listeners. If you'd like us to get an email, it's email at unrankedpodcast.com. That's right. Email at unrankedpodcast.com. There's also another option because we do love to hear from you. But when we can, we also love to actually hear you. So you can leave us a voicemail. You can go ahead and give us a call. We have a phone number. And that number is 805-738-8692. 805-738-8692. Send us some voicemails. 500-888-2300-EMPIRE today. All right. I'm going to have Alex read this first email. Ooh. Okay. Uh, hey, guys. Wanted to say the E3 stuff was super cool, and it's always fun to call Tom out on messing up information. Also, I was going to ask if there was a possibility of a channel being put into the Discord for advertising YouTube and Twitch content for your fans and community. Also, I am sorry about the delay on the proper stuff for this game, but with searching for a job and me finally getting a permanent one, I've been more focused on other things besides the game design. I am having to plan for my future since I am going to ask my girlfriend to marry me. Whoa. Whoa. Anyways, love the E3 vids and short episodes for the past week and for your RPG thing you do once a month. At the moment, the name of what it is called is avoiding my memory. You should get a subscription to Dungeon in a Box and you guys use that to play every month. Not bad. Or at least look into it into it because it's really cool and fun for my friends and I. Stay unranked and suck it. That was from Jacob Poplow. Thank Pop you, well? Jacob. Do you think Jacob Thanks, got Jake. a full time job at Dungeon in a Box? Maybe. <laughs> right, and he's got to he's got to sell a certain amount of boxes every <laughs> right. month. Right. <laughs> um, no, that sounds cool. Uh, I'd have to look at how long those are because we obviously try to, you know, side quest goal is like forty five minutes or so. Um, sometimes it's twice as long, so you never really know. Um, I'm excited to do side quest again soon. But congrats on the job, and uh, good luck 
with the proposal. Alex, you married a woman, your ex-girlfriend. How did that go for you? How'd you do it? Uh, I asked, and she said yes. Actually, I think I, can, I, think I remember how this happened. Okay, cool. Tom's going to tell us for you because he wished it was him, and he has played this scenario out in his <laughs> head many times. <laughs> but didn't you like put roses on the steps or some shit like that? I did. What do you? Yeah. How? Someone's been paying attention. I just yeah. remember you tell you telling me because All I remember right. I, being I like, had a I had a whole plan, right? I, I had a I had a I had a different idea of what I wanted to do, but the merch ended up costing a little more than I would have mm. originally liked. Mm. So the other idea went out the window. So what was the, the other idea? Uh, it was a whole elaborate thing. We we're gonna go away, and it was gonna be a whole thing, but. The, the the quiche wasn't there for that part of it. The right. quiche went to the thing that's, you know, on, r- the, on rock. the finger. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it was just very basic. She came home, flower petals, went upstairs. There I was in a dress, all nice, in a suit. And that was it. And then you were on the couch 10 minutes later. I was, actually. <laughs> you were like, I get to play video games now. <laughs> Yeah, like, that, <laughs> and then, then yeah. He's like, well, now that that's she was done, just... I got to record unwrapped. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now that that's done, let's get back to let's get back to reality. She's like, you're still doing this. <laughs> she did ask me that the other day. She's like, are you still doing this? Yeah. She was like, so are you going away to L.A. next year? Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's again. It's, I'm telling you, it's going to get harder and harder every year to sell it. Not if she so, comes with. Not if, yeah, I'm, and not if you just don't give her a choice. Okay. Here you go, Tom. Read us the next oh, one. All right. So, oh, holy crap. <laughs> um, this is a essay. Um, all right. So this one's from Joshua. He says, hey, guys. I would just like to start this email off by saying I love the show. Although I am a fairly new listener to the show, Unranked has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts. Therefore, it was only right that I go back and listen from the beginning. I appreciate how welcoming the Unranked community is, Tom greeting uh, everyone as they join the Discord, and how easy it is to join. Although it may not be so easy now after the live stream. That's funny. Uh, Be it video games, Game of Thrones, or anime, you all cover a great range of topics and have done a great job creating a community for fellow nerds. Please take that as a compliment. From the conversations in the Discord to the few Twitter interactions, the hosts are a hilarious group of people. They'll brighten up your week. Unranked is a show that is great for all level and types of gamers. Now that's enough of the kind words. (laughs) On to the point of my email. I too host a podcast. And I would like to add a co-host that is not in the same state as me. When I realized that all of you were recording from different areas on the country, I was amazed. The idea opened up a new realm of possibilities for my show that for some strange reason, I didn't even realize. Any advice for recording from two different locations? How do you all make Unranked happen? I'm taking all recommendations down to software and tech. Any help you can provide is greatly appreciated. Sorry if you have answered this before. I'm still catching up. Stay Unranked and suck it. Josh, a.k.a. not Drake, but Josh. Great question. Amazing. I mean, I'm going to let you two take it because I just show up. <laughs> uh, well, you're a part of that, showing up. That's that's the whole thing, right? Yeah, but my schedule is usually open nights. Right. So. Well, here's, here's the thing I would say that's actually really important because, I mean, the easiest thing that we do is we all record locally. We don't record the Skype call, which is why it doesn't sound like a Skype call like some podcasts might. 
we actually record on our end. Uh, everyone here is using a Mac, using GarageBand, but you could use like Audacity or um, you could use uh, Adobe Audition if you're on a PC. I'm sure there's other recording ones that just don't use them. Um, then I edit it in Audition, but essentially when we start the show, I count out to three, and then after three, everyone claps, and I just use that as a general sync point, and like, depending on tweak how many awful things people say during an episode that i have to cut (laughs) i either listen through the whole thing or every five minutes or so i just skip five minutes forward sync it up skip five minutes forward sync it up skip five minutes because like it might start to slide because your connection's not always perfect this used to be a much bigger problem until about a year and a half ago it used to take me a lot longer to edit these than it does these days but then i got everyone on the same type of microphone and that actually made the syncing a lot better because the timing on the Microsoft on the microphones is the same. So everyone's recording in pretty much the same software on the same type of computer with the same microphone. It solves that problem. So it stuff stays much closer in sync and requires a lot less work for me to do. So I highly recommend whatever you're going to record with, use the same microphones. Use the same microphone. Use the same software. If you don't, if you have different setups and you're gonna have different mics. Go to Zencaster.com. Try that out. There's a great like app that they have that will auto record and sync for you. It's probably also a good trial if you just are like starting out anyway. That's what I would recommend is to use Zencaster because it will sort of keep it in sync. It's not perfect, um, but if you give each other room to speak, you're not going to end up talking over each other and you won't have to do any of the extra work. So that's what I would say. And then on top of just like the technical aspect, I think we each like mentally make time for this every week um and i think that is the biggest hurdle that podcasts face is that people don't think of it as like this routine that they have um and i mean christian made the great point when we started out you know if we miss a week it's really going to hurt you know the Mm -hmm. the overall vibe if we don't put out regular regularly scheduled content um, sure, we might miss like the day that it comes out because we have like the edits taking longer or we're recording later or what have you. But like we haven't missed an episode for a week, um, and so that's really important. Is just getting the consistency down and not letting it slip, um, and that's going to go a long way to making it a product that people are going to continue to come back to listen to. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's the reason Tom is on this show. There's a week. Alex and Dan could not be here a couple times. And I was like, Tom, you're doing stuff at Game Zone. Get on this pod. <laughs> and then you were at the time, I think you had done a different podcast with other people who like couldn't commit to it. And this is yep. when we only had like a few hundred listeners because it was like very early into the show. And you were like, you already have a few hundred listeners. You're like, that's actually cool. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, yeah, it's crazy how quickly that the audience actually grew around it. So that was obviously awesome. the, what was that podcast you used to have tuna? The box, the box files? Yeah. I don't know. That was that was like a five episode thing. <laughs> then I went to law school. Right. Right. Then he went to law school. Um, yeah. At the I mean also and then at the time I had pretty much everyone that was listening to Zeitheist and Wishboning pop over too, which was also helpful. Yeah. Um so I got an email here from a Mr. Brian Vaughn. Here's what Brian says. Here's a thought for you and the crew in regards to Detective Pikachu. Do you think it's a sequel to Pokemon the movie? It mentions how Mewtwo escaped from the Johto region 20 years ago, which is about when that movie came out. Thoughts? Um, I think that that was more of just a call out to the movie, but 
not the events that happened transpired in the history of Detective Pikachu were not one to one the events that transpired in Pokemon the movie. Uh, I would say it's more of a call out. Yeah, it's a call out to just Pokemon canon in general because that also happens in the video game Pokemon right. Mewtwo escapes, and it also happens in the Pokemon Adventures manga. Um, I would say out of everything, it's probably not a call out to the movie universe because it's likely they're not going to have Ash. And then if they do have a movie universe, it'll be like red. So I don't think it's the movie. I think it's probably more likely a call out to the game is, Mm -hmm. I believe, probably the most likely scenario. Um, But either way, it's I mean, they're all coming from the same fiction. So, you know, choose your... Can you Pick believe that we actually like have characters named Red, Blue, Green? Like that's their names. Yeah, yeah it's great. Isn't that kind of so funny. oh, great? I mean, it's stupid, but it's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love how great, how stupid it is. Speaking of really stupid, great stuff, I finished the Society. Ooh, what a show! Oh my god, what a show! What a show! <laughs> what a show! <laughs> what a show! Oh, Stick god. around for the post show when I talk about the Society. <laughs> oh, can't, can't wait for that. Um. All right, and our. The last one here, this came in from, uh, the, the, the first thing is who this is from. So This is from Not Real. Hey, guys. Br- Wait, what? Yeah, I know. And the email was like, Not Real something or other. Like, <laughs> I don't know. All right. Hey, guys. Brian here. It's Brian with a Y. I added that part. And I'm a first-time writer, capital R. <laughs> I would like to piggyback off Alex's complaint on episode 170. I hate the types of restaurants that at the bottom of the receipt show you the tip amounts. Me and a couple of my friends went to a restaurant, got a receipt, and the waiter gives us the receipt. And, yeah. And the at the bottom gives... Oh, God damn it. I fucked this up. Went to a restaurant, got a receipt, and the waiter <laughs> gives us the receipt. And at the bottom, it gives the tip percents from 15 to 25%. And it made me really mad because for some reason I feel obligated to. Also, I had to go to this one place. And at the end of the waiter told us the tipping percent. And I was really mad because he was trying to get as good of a tip as possible. And what if I don't want a tip? And it is annoying because it seems like I am obligated to do this too. I'm wondering if you guys have any experiences like this. Oh, anyways, suck it and stay unranked. And I'm sorry that I was fumbling that. I don't know what was wrong with me. That was my fault. Um, Anyway. I don't like it when they give you tip percents anything over 20. Since when are we tipping over 20%? That to me is like I mean, outrageous. I sort of default 20 always. So It's it is default yeah, 20. It's default. Yeah. Default is 20, default, but like default 20 and 25 if they have it's exceptional. Correct. So that's what oh I my do. God, I don't th- oh, I don't I don't think I even touch the 25. Yep, I think I'm I just always that, I give know. 20 unless it's horrible. I only give 15 but if it's awful. I don't go up to 25. I stay at 20 pretty much every single time. Yeah. And the only time I will go lower than 20 is if it's really bad. And that's right. rare. And that's how I it's feel just a tw- It's a 20 default. I just, tw- it's 20 default for me every single time. I think I've time. only done 25 a couple times. And that was, and when I did, it was part, it wasn't because the service was so exceptional necessarily. It was that the service was exceptional and I was eating somewhere that didn't require that level of service and it was like cheap. And so it felt that the tip I was giving them, like they had earned more money. It was like they gave me really good service at like a very cheap place where I was not spending a lot of money and like they didn't need to be right. doing that. And it was like, oh, like, you know what? I'm going to give them on this $20 well, actually, meal. I'm going to give them $5 instead of four. Uh, I'm going to give them the extra much? buck. Five. Okay. I gave a 40% tip on uh, my haircut today. 
But that's only because the haircut itself is $12. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So I'm like, it's a fucking right. cheap haircut. So, so I gave yeah. her a five. I'm like, here's a five. It's still cheaper right. than every other place I've ever gone to, even with the tip. Yes. You know what I mean? So there you go. But like restaurants, no, default 20. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do want to say this one thing about what this gentleman said. Um, he's, <laughs> he said, what if I don't want to tip? Uh, unless like the person spitting your food or is like actually like personally offensive to you, you should always tip or you just shouldn't go out to restaurants. Yep. Agreed. Um, yeah. I'm, unless it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's the deal. Like you're paying, I when always, you go to a restaurant, no, you're paying I, for service. I, no, I know, but I wish I knew, I wish going into it, I knew like what the tipping situation was in the sense that are they pooling it or is he just getting it? Because sometimes I've been to restaurants and like different people have done different things and this guy who took my order isn't necessarily the one doing everything else and all they did was, sometimes I feel like when a wait, like I've been at a restaurant where a waiter has come over, taken my order, you never see them again until like the very end. Whereas, like, the people bringing out my food and everything. So, are you pulling it? Because if you're pulling it, I'm fine with it. But if I'm just giving you a tip to write down what I said, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I kind of want to know where the tips are going. I want to know that you're pooling. I want to know that the busboy's getting, you know. Right. Well, this the other, is, and, I mean, the real problem is we should I just have hope. a system where tips aren't required because they should be paid yeah. better. And that means all of our restaurant food would go up a little bit in cost, but that's fine. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather but just go out. But it already is. You're, you're, you're already kind of doing that. Right. That's, you're already that's making your restaurant experience it's a hidden go up cost. by doing the tip. Right. Yeah. So it's just built it in so I know, like, cool, this is going to be $25 for this meal, not $20. Like, just let me go right. with that price. And then I don't have to yeah. do anything. Oh, I'd love to not do anything. I would love to give the credit card, get it back, get up, leave. Right. I love when I go to a restaurant with like a big group and they're like, if you're in this big group, we're just going to charge the gratuity fee and then you don't tip. Or sometimes I go to a restaurant where they're like, don't tip, gratuity is built in. Like every now and then I experience that and I'm like, this is a much better experience. I I love the, when we were in London, the experience was they gave you the check and then when you're ready, they just came over with like, you know, one of those, um like a scanner, like a credit card scanner right there. Oh, yeah. And I've they, had that here a couple and, times. And they swiped it right there. Yeah. They don't have to take your credit card, bring it to the POS yeah. system, bring it back. Like, boom. It's just right there in front of you. Here it is. And the receipt prints out. See you later. Bye. I, like, I, okay, great. I had that Thank at you. Um, a sushi place here recently. It was great. Um, cool. That, I believe, was the last mail. But we do have two voicemails. So let's go ahead and check those out. Hey, guys. This is Noah calling in. I just wanted to say that... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not knowing. <laughs> wow. Um, I just, Kuna posted on, I think it was Twitter, calling. So here I am calling in. Um, just wanted to say hi, and life's going good, Kuna. Thanks for asking. Uh, I've been I've been doing well. I've been doing well. I graduated from college last week, so that's good. Congratulations. Uh, doing well in my career. So I got a, got a degree in mechanical engineering, which is cool. Uh, work's been pretty busy this time of year. Uh, how have you been, Tuna? How, how's work been for you? How are those <laughs> cases going? Um, Tom, keep up the good work. You're doing a lot better with your mic. Dan, keep making me laugh. You're doing one hell of a job. And Chris, yeah, Dan. keep doing what you're doing. Stan writes. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very nice yeah. voicemail. I love it. Congrats yes. on what was uh, his real nice. name? graduation. Congratulations on the graduation. Yeah, seriously. Mechanical engineering. Damn. Yeah, 
He's gonna he's yeah. gonna do something real, unlike Alex, who's just chasing ambulances over here. Right. <laughs> so stupid. It's the fur. It's actually the furthest thing from what I actually do. I know you're a patent lawyer. I'll never. No, forget. I'll never let us forget it. Alex is like this week. I patented three things for the toilet. <laughs> oh my god! A little brush that tickles your asshole. Oh man! Everybody loves the bidet, but why isn't it in the bed? This is the bed day. <laughs> Fall asleep and clean your ass at the same time. <laughs> Patented. <laughs> Patent patenting. He's going to make a killing on Shark Tank. You watch. Um, did you, Alex, ask people to call in? Because this seems out of character. Um, I didn't. This had to be Tom, right? It had, it had, to, Tom. It had to have been me. It had to be you. It's if it, definitely, if it it's, wasn't it's you, hundo... then it was like one of the like random like ones where I post the phone number and like, hey, give us a call sort of a thing. But otherwise, it had to be you. Maybe, Alex, maybe, Alex, you retweeted it. Definitely. Maybe possible. I retweeted it. Maybe you maybe. retweeted it. Yeah. That's a big maybe because there's no way I would have done it on my own. I'm like, this is amazing. Alex tweeted this out. This is unbelievable. Yeah. No. <laughs> it is literally no, unbelievable. No. It's literally. <laughs> exactly. There's a reason why it's unbelievable. It's because it didn't fucking happen. All right. Well, we got one last voicemail and then we got to wrap this up. Hey, Unranked Podcast. Uh, this is Slater. I just had the pleasure of joining Tom on Twitch for some Apex and literally eating bullets all night and not getting even close to one win. Um, stay strong out there, Tom. The reason I was calling is actually for Dan. I heard on the last podcast you were playing um, Golf Club 2019 um, with E3 coming up. I thought I'd challenge you. We have uh, the Premier Ball, which will get you exclusive access to E3 content on Patreon. So I challenge you to an 18-hole match play. Loser buys five Premier Ball subscriptions for random viewers on Twitch, whoever you got Whoa. viewing. Um, I'm going to kick your ass. You got one week to prepare. Hit me up on Discord. I'm Slater, S-L-A-T-E-R on Discord. Come at me. Five free Premier Ball subscriptions bought by the loser to this game. Let's do it. Hit me up. Well, this one was a little late. <laughs> <laughs> this one came in a little bit late. This is this must have been because I didn't record next week's episode, and I think we had yes. pre-recorded the final week of May because we also did the bonus episode. Um, you weren't available. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. yeah. The so that's why this was so happened. late. Um, yeah, but I mean, I feel like he could. We could readjust that. That challenge. yeah, we could tailor it. Yeah, Dan loves to gamble. Dan does love to put a little money down. Yeah, play a little. Dan risk. likes to make things interesting. I would watch some of that. Twitch I would. Stream. I would watch that one hundred percent. Yeah. Hundo um, pay. Hundo pay. Um, we'll have to wait well, to hear what could, Dan we says. We can make it like a, the Great Bull tier, which is the five dollar tier, maybe. Yeah, Dan's got to agree to it, but yeah. we'll we'll definitely forward that to him. If Dan if Dan loses, Dan has to buy him a Master Ball tier so he can come on the show and gloat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now I've now made it twice oh as expensive God. for Dan. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see how that all shakes out. All right, we'll Alex. Definitely pitch it to him. Uh, if you guys want to call in 805-738-8692, 805-738-8692, it's in the show notes. Check it out. Give me a Little Caesars five-second hot and ready complaint. 
It's funny that you just said Caesars because this complaint has to do with pizza because it happened today and it's just a real time. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tom, the complaint is about pizza. What's your mm-hmm. hot take? Okay, go ahead. Uh, ooh, this could be so many different things, but I am going to go with... Um, okay, he ordered a pizza. They designated like small, medium, or large, but they did not designate the inch size on the pizza and so he ordered a large but anywhere else it would be a medium and that's what the issue is okay uh i actually had that happen to me and it was obscene how expensive this pizza was for the like personal yeah. pan size that came yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. um I'm, I'm just gonna go with too many toppings alex what's the Ooh. what's the answer uh it actually has to do with doors so i was walking um, wait does it really have to, to do with the- doors yeah. All right, Tom, so, well, it has to do with doors. All right, I'm going to guess that Alex hates when you go to a business and it's got, like, the bar handle. So you think, oh, maybe I'm going to push, but you're actually supposed to pull. Or they have the mm-hmm. same thing on both sides of the door. So you can't mm-hmm. tell. Yeah, You're like, well, am I supposed to look for the fucking hinge? Am I supposed to have to mm-hmm. look at this door and look at the hinge to know if I'm pulling or pushing? Uh, I'm going to go with, since this is a pizza slash door story... <laughs> I'm going to go with this guy who was carrying a pizza, was expecting Tuna to hold the door open for him, but Tuna in his mind is thinking, this guy can definitely hold the pizza with one hand and open the mm. door with the other, and thus was infuriated. All right, Alex, what's the answer? Uh, I was walking back to the office today, and I went to go open the door, and I see behind me there is a man who is walking back into the office holding a pizza box, a full, huge pizza, okay? I see him. I open the door for him. He walks right in. Doesn't say fucking thank you. Uh, it was that yeah. This is the classic. This is yeah. the classic no hustle yeah. or the no thank you for the door hold. Can you believe it, though? I can. <laughs> you can believe that. I can believe Did it. That was, it's rude. That it was, shouldn't happen, but I can believe it. It was the one of the rudest things. Very rude. I, I was and I and he walked in and I was just like, uh, like I just just blown away. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I could not believe. He had it. pizza privilege. Yeah, he's got to check that pizza privilege. Uh, okay, that's a great complaint, Tom. What's today's game? We are playing a game of corrections. What is? <laughs> so I have picked ten famous E3 moments in the history of E3. Uh, Each one of them has something that's uh, incorrect about them, and both Christian and Tuna are going to have to send in what they think the the incorrect aspect of the uh, bit of information is. And that is how we play corrections in this E3 special. Um, so... Do we have to both guess the thing that is wrong and give you the correction? Um, you can give me. You can. I'm going to give you a point for guessing the wrong thing, and then I'm going to give you a point for guessing the correction. Um, what the correction? Great. Is, yeah. All right. Let's do it. And I'm going. I'm going to host a room. So if you guys want to go to buzzin.live, um, let me know when you need the game code. Now, if I buzz in first and I correct, um. The wrong, the thing. wrong part. But I don't get the correction right. I get that point, and then Alex can only get a point steal. if he corrects it because he Correct. now knows. Okay, great. So yep. the buzzin is important. What is the uh, code? Uh, 
The game code is 348557. What the fuck is going on right now? Okay. 348557? Correct. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Uh, tunes. We got you in here. All right. And Chris is in. You guys ready? Ready. All right. Hit me. Number one. At E3 2010, Sony spokesperson Dave Butler took to the stage and appeared outside a PlayStation commercial for the first time in the character's history. All right. Uh, Tuna, you clicked first. Uh, his name is not Dave Butler. It's Dave Boobler. Okay. Um, so you got what was incorrect correct, but you did not get the correction correct. Chris has a chance to steal here. It's Kevin Butler. It is Kevin Butler. So we are 1-1 one, one right now. I knew that that was it, but I didn't. Obviously, clearly, I did not know the name. Right. Uh, okay. Oh, tu- okay. Tuna's back. All right. All right. The next thing. Also at E3 2010, the head of Valve, Gabe Newell, showed up at Sony's stage to announce that the orange box was coming to PS3. All right, Tuna's in. You're up. Oh, uh, orange box was going to be coming to PS2. I'm not going to give you any points for that. Okay. All right. Chris, you want to steal? It's coming to Xbox 360. I'm sorry, but you're both wrong. Oh. At E3 2010, Gabe Newell announced that Portal 2 was coming to the PlayStation 3. Right. Because he wouldn't go on stage at Sony to go do that for Xbox 360. So it also, yes, got it. Okay. When are we allowed to buzz in? (laughs) Um, I would say, like, you don't have to wait till the end of the question. Got it. Because I was waiting to the end on both of them. Okay. Alrighty. And with I, this I buzzer, I, would, I can't I see when Alex is buzzing in, so I was just assuming he wasn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys ready for the next one? Yep. Let me reset. Tuna, I don't see you in the room. Okay, there we go. All right. At E3 2008, Square Enix announced that Final Fantasy 13 would be coming to the Xbox. The first... Sorry, I messed this up. My bad. One second. Ah, oh, shit. I messed this up. That's the real answer. oh boy thomas one second sorry let me see if i can yeah my bad yeah you just Uh, cut that one you have 10 of them now we have nine instead we have nine yeah all right next question you got to reset the buzz because i buzzed and anyone can upload stuff to pornhub the concern is that (laughs) what is going on (laughs) what was that all right next wanka wanka (laughs) all right next question (laughs) All right. PlayStation at E3 1995 announced they were undercutting the Sega Saturn by $100 at 249 Chris was first. It's a hundred. Wait, 2000 at 1998? So, you said? 1995. PlayStation at E3 1995 announced they were undercutting the Sega Saturn by $100. Okay, yeah. It's going to be uh, $149. That is incorrect. Tuna. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not the Sega, Sega Saturn. It's not the Sega Saturn. It's not the Sega Saturn. It's something else. <laughs> so both of you are incorrect. Okay. It was the Sega Saturn. They were undercutting it by a hundred dollars, but that brought the price to two ninety nine, not two forty nine. I don't know if I would count this as epic moments, Alex. 
of E3. This was a this was a this was a huge moment at E3. Yeah, I don't you know. weren't even alive. It was a huge moment at E3. You were still like a a tadpole. How would you know? I know. We're going back in time. We're we're going all. Is this because the you found like a GameSpot article that said ten big moments of E3? This it was a huge moment <laughs> because the Sega Saturn when they announced it, they said, and it's available no, right now. It's available right now. And no yeah. one. They really fucked it up. Yeah, I this was that. the whole reason PlayStation like blew up that year. Anyway, all right. Number five, Tak Fuji failed to impress the audience at Konami's conference in 2010, claiming that he could battle with one million troops in his new game, 99 Nights. Oh, sorry. Did you guys buzz in? Yeah. All right, cool. We have Chris first. Uh, it's a Dynasty Warriors game. That is incorrect. Tuna. Uh, it was the different developer name guy? No. Uh, so the game was not 99 Nights. It was 99 Nights 2. So actually, I think Ugh. I give Chris a... Yeah, I would give Chris a point. That the game was different, so we'll give Chris a point there. Um, but it was not a Dynasty Warriors game. All right. Next game. When Gran... To- next uh, question thing. Mm-hmm. Fact. <laughs> Uh, when Gran Turismo's Katanori Yamuchi took to the E3 stage to show off the latest entry in the series on PlayStation Vita, the translator seemed to give absolutely zero fucks. All right, we've got Tuna first. Um, it's PSP. That is correct. Wow. Well done. All right, so we're about halfway through. Tuna has three points. Chris has... What I like about this Uh, game is Tom didn't try to do what I always take the trouble to do, which is finding things that are at least tangentially related to games that we play or pay attention to at all. (laughs) I just I just feel like uh, like especially in the latter half here, like a lot of the I don't know. I just feel like these are if you've ever like looked up E3, you've heard about like a lot of these. Um, Sure. Anyway, the next question or next statement. At E3 2001, a writer for Nintendojo very awkwardly asked Satoru Iwata a question in terrible Japanese. Can I get some buzzes? All right, Tuna, Tuna came in first here. Um, it was terrible English? <laughs> no, that's not it. Chris? Um, he asked Miyamoto. That is correct. Oh! So Chris gets jumped up to four points. All right. Suck it, Alex. <laughs> uh, Alex, I don't Thanks, see you Christian. in the room here. Okay. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Why do you All keep right. leaving the room? Because he's, he's not paying attention. That's why. I'm, right. I'm paying attention. The next statement. At E3 2009, DJ Ravi completely failed his Wii Music drumming stage demonstration. All right. Tuna's in. It was in 2009. It was some other year. All right. So you're going to get a point because the year is incorrect. Chris. Uh, so that would be E3 2010. <sighs> you added one. You should have taken one away ah. because it was 2008. Damn it. I remember that. Right. There's so many good gifts of that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so terrible. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there with the, uh, well, I won't even say it. Maybe it'll come up in a correction. Maybe it will. Uh, okay, Tuna, you want to jump back in, you motherfucker? Yeah, I'm doing it on purpose now. 
I no, know. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, you guys uh, tied, and there's two questions, two statements left, sorry. All right, the next statement, Ubisoft embarrassed themselves by hiring Aaron, Mr. Coffee, Priceman in 2011. All right, Tuna is in. It, w- it was not Ubisoft. That is not the correction. Can you say it again? Ubisoft embarrassed themselves by hiring Aaron, Mr. Coffee, Priceman in 2011. It was 2012. No, unfortunately, the date is correct. His nickname was Mr. Caffeine, not Mr. Coffee. All right, so here's the last statement. You guys are tied. Final one. <laughs> Final one. At E3 2015, Sony shocked fans with the trifecta reveal of Final Fantasy VII Remake, Death Stranding, and Shenmue 3. I got Chris first. That is E3 2016. Nope. The nothing wrong with the year here. It's, it's Shenmue. It's Shenmue 2. <laughs> it's not it uh okay uh what the trifecta was was final fantasy 7 remake shenmue 3 and the last guardian not death stranding death stranding was revealed in 2016 um but that was not part of the uh this this reveal trifecta wanker um so we have a tie <laughs> so we have a tie game um what's that tie what i'm gonna do the tiebreaker is I am going to name an episode of the podcast. Great. And you have to tell me what number it is, and the person closest to it gets Great. the win. All right, Alex, hands so up. Hands up. Hands up. Where's your other hand? What are you doing with it? It's in my it's in my pants. <laughs> it's in my pants. All right. The title of the podcast is You Probably You Probably Shouldn't Miss the Podcast. What number was that? 75. Um, you probably shouldn't miss the podcast is like 136. Chris wins it. It was 121. Uh, well, congratulations. You're just... <laughs> oh, my God. Very good. Well done. All right. I was surprised by the ones you, like, you got right. Like uh, Those were not the ones I thought you'd get right. Very good. So, Alex Marinella, you're a man of the world. I, but how yeah. do people find you in the world when you're not right. on the podcast? So, Tuna Targaryen on Twitter, Tuna Targaryen on PlayStation, and Tuna Space Targaryen on Xbox. And Dan isn't here, so I'll just let you know. Alex Marine IIO, which looks like Alex Marinello on Xbox. How about you, Tom? I'm Great Britom on each and every platform. Twitter, PlayStation, Xbox, fucking... Oh, I guess you gotta use a friend code on Switch still. Never mind. <laughs> uh, and people should watch that video that was out for 171 on YouTube. Check it out. Yes. Go check out the video. It's very good. I'm at Christian underscore Humes. Go listen to UFC next week. These two guys are on. We're gonna talk about a crazy cast of characters. It's got Thor. It's got Batman. It's got Agumon. It's got Todoroki. It's wild. That's on Monday. On Tuesday, go listen to Hit Points at Matt Acevedo, Naeem, Emily. You know Emily and Matt from this show. You love them, you get more of them on Hit Points. Again, I'm at Christian underscore Humes. We are the Unranked Podcast, and you can stay unranked. And you can definitely suck it. Yeah. <laughs>